Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Pod Between Worlds. I'm your host, Steve, alongside host Ollie. And today we're going to talk about some of the recent rumors and news going around uh, in terms of Solo. We got some Tarkin news. Uh, we also got this huge rumor on uh, on the sequel trilogy, another rumor. Uh, also some Mandalorian news, and Ollie's going to kick us uh, his theory, or Moff Gideon theory, Related to the Mandalorian coming in hot. All right, what do we got? Uh, what do you, dude? How was your weekend? You always do this. You just want to go right into the news. You don't even want to say hi. How's it going? You just like hi. Whatever. How's it going? Everybody's okay, so whatever. interested. Well, all right, we're done. We're done. No, we're going to the news. All right. Uh, well, you're streaming at nine o'clock, so you know we gotta get that out there because you know. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> so the first thing, uh, there is uh, a lot of rumors that Solo is coming to Disney+. Plus. Now, that's on the heels of uh, Donald Glover uh, reportedly being cast as Lando for an unnamed Disney Plus series. There's also a lot of, uh, there's been interviews with Alden Einrenrich. Einrenrich. Uh, clarify uh, a little bit though, because when you say that, it sounds like the movie's coming to Disney. The movie's already on Disney. You mean a, a show, a, a TV show? Right. Yeah, okay. Solo is yep. coming to Disney Plus in the form of a TV show instead of Solo Two. Yeah. Um, and then the rumors of there's a series with Darth Maul that's going to be involved, or Darth Maul is going to be in some Disney Plus series. Kira is going to be coming back. So all this stuff going on. And then today there was an article by Star Wars Unity that said that uh, that Solo was possible, or they're saying that Solo is coming to Disney Plus in the form of a TV show. So, I mean, I, I'm super excited about you know Solo being in the form of a TV show. But what do you what do you think, Ollie? Is this do you think this is still speculative? Do you think yeah? Uh, so we mentioned it. Does it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I think it is still all speculation, right? Um, it, this is what we always talk about, right? It gets confusing. These are like, I'd almost put it in like four categories, like wild rumor, yeah, kind of confirmed rumor, official source rumor, and then Star Wars confirms it, right? Right. Like, so right. I think these are like in that official source rumors. Like Star Wars hasn't come out unless, did I miss it? Did, Star Wars didn't say we're doing a Lando series, no, but like no. really good sources that aren't rumor mongers, like, are like Donald Glover's back. They're pursuing this. Most of them most of them have come from Kessel Run transmissions. Yeah, but uh, they have uh, yeah. They, they have I mean, they they uh, they have their sources. I mean, that I would, the, the odd thing to me is still the fact that it's not officially confirmed by Star Wars. Like so that, you would, so you would put it at more like the number three rumor, not wild, but like still a rumor. I'd still say a rumor, just in the in the case of. Fair enough. You know, because it wasn't a, like a bunch of publications like Hollywood Reporter and all these different people. It was Kessel Transmissions, right. which is a good source, but it hasn't been like backed up by a million places yet. Right. If I hear it from okay. like even even like a cinema blend or screen rant, if I hear something gotcha. from them, I would be like. So we'll put it at okay, a, at a, a level three rumor. Yeah. Right. Yep. Or level three information. But yeah. So even with that being said, if that's our that's going to be our new ranking scale. All right. So we'll write it down now. Level level one. Is Star yeah. Wars confirmed? Level two is like a lot of solid sources, 
are saying it's true and now we're just waiting for confirmation. Level three is like one or two that are like pretty good sources, but no one else has backed it up. And four is just kind of a, a wild rumor. Yeah, you like, like that? the later thing we're going to talk about. Right, yeah, right. I, I, all right. So it's, this is a level three, but I would say this is a solid level three because Kessel yeah. Transmissions doesn't just throw random shit out there. And it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Right, it, so... It we, we've talked about this, like, in past episodes that Solo should be a TV show. Right, so this is what... Yeah, so that was a long-winded way of me getting back to the point that last, last time uh, we talked about that I think it's, it's a perfect setup for, like, a... Um, like uh like the arrowverse right um mm -hmm. please not that acting and that writing but oh god my point yeah, is no. the, the combination so you have arrow you have flash you have um uh what was the other one in that in that uh, supergirl supergirl and they're Black all they're Mary. all okay yeah they're all oh did she get her own show too Oh, she did. Maybe I'm... I don't know. I but anyways, so that. they all... Like, they had their own shows, but they also were on each other's shows, and they had crossovers. So I think this could be a good opportunity, or actually maybe a better version would be the Marvel one with uh, Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Punisher, like that kind of thing. That, with good acting? Right, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> Rosario Dawson was in that one. So um, that would be my hope, yeah, that you get like a... And, and maybe it doesn't need to, maybe they all don't need their own shows. Maybe like Lando Solo and Kira Darth Maul or some combination. But even if they have enough scripts to do all four, great. More power mm -hmm. to them, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, it, I think it makes sense. You have those, uh, as far as I know, you have like all those actors were signed for more stuff. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. none of them, I, even though Solo didn't do good at the box office, I don't feel like any of them got a lot of hate. You know what I mean? Like Donald Glover definitely <clears throat> didn't. Everybody loved him. No. Uh, Amelia Clark didn't get any hate. Everybody loved her. Everybody loved seeing Maul, even if they were confused. Maybe Alden got a little bit of hate, but I think that was more early on. I think that's moved on. I think he did a really good job. I mean, he had the toughest role, yeah. the main character, people obsessed with Han. You know, I but I, th it. I thought he did a great it's job. Fine. I think he did the yeah. perfect line of, of like getting in character, but not doing an imitation. Like he did his yeah. own thing, right? Like sometimes yeah. if you do it, you, you cross the line of like, are you just imitating Harrison Ford? You know? And I don't think right. he did that. I think it was different enough. And, and granted, it helps it's when you're organic. in a different, yeah, it, it helps when you're in a different timeline. You know what I mean? Like if they remade this, the, original trilogy and use like a lot of people want to see sebastian stan as uh as luke that'd be tough because you're comparing the exact same age to the exact same age you know what i mean but if right. you do a different age i think you can mess around with it um anyways i'm getting long-winded uh i think it's i think it's excellent i think i think it yeah. really is um i think there's a lot of material there you have a lot of time before you start running into like rogue one new hope like nobody really needs to be anywhere right yeah um Rebel, so yeah, so Rebels, so somewhere Darth Maul has to disappear and get to Malachor, right? That's probably yep. your earliest, I think that's probably your earliest connection to where they need to be. Actually, so is there any, is there anything out there that connects, so when Darth Maul goes to Malachor, mm -hmm. it seems like he's kind of out of place in terms of the Crimson Dawn, like he's still... Well, he's found like he's, on Malachor, yeah, so something goes wrong with Crimson Dawn, yeah, and, so and maybe that's what this or is going Or that's what he said. It could be a lie. Who knows? True. But, but like, we don't he see has, him in Rebels. So. I think he specifically says, so unless he's straight up lying, I think he says he's been there for years. So he mm -hmm. has to end up... But, again, isn't... Um, 
Solo, I believe, took place 10 years before A New Hope. Is that what they were saying? I think it was 10 years, yeah. 10 to 15? 15 may be too long. I but think it was like I think it was like 13 initially or okay. something like that, and then it went down Ended to 10 at 10 or something? But that's plenty of time. I mean, think of all the stories they jammed in between uh, A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back with the comics. Well, you can go on a million things. I, the only the other one we may want to maybe we'll look into it if if these get announced. Um, the last shot book, which was excellent, uh, that details the two different timelines of Lando Han stories. I think mm -hmm. one of them is actually happens prior to Solo, or around there because uh, Lando oh, has L three. One of the stories is after, oh, but there's it's a no. time jump yeah, where it goes right. back and forth. So he still has L3, and I think so. I think that happens before Solo. So again, timeline-wise, you have like let's let's safely say it's ten years before, right? And yeah. Rebels is roughly two years before, and let's give Maul, yeah. even give Maul five years to have to be on Malachor, right? Even if you did that, you still have three years of of content for Maul, and he's the only one that would have to disappear. You know, you have basically eight free years of Han, uh, Lando, and K Kira. You could go whenever. Yeah, that's true. You know, so there's plenty of time. I think there's a good amount of interest in a in a, in like a vocal minor, not even a, a a silent majority of people actually really liked Solo, right? Um, I think that I think that I think it would be good, and I think with this whole Disney Plus thing opening up the genres, Han. The movie felt very Indiana Jones, so yep. you could go that route with Han and Lando, like that fun adventure type movie, maybe even mix in some Afra, maybe that's what they base it on, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. that kind of genre. And then with Kira and um, Maul, you can do more of like a crime syndicate kind of dark thing, and you can weave them together. I think it'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. What about, sure. I mean, is that what you're thinking? Like, how do you feel about it? Um, yeah, I mean, it's... it's uh... I mean, just a solo TV series in general, just like just solo itself, I mean, would be perfectly fine with me. I think it needs to, they need to come out with something that, uh, that fills in the gap. Yeah. Um, last shot, I will say, I was actually not a fan of that book. I might have to reread it because initially when I read it, I was not, gotcha. it was, it was okay, but it wasn't great to me. So I, I'll I enjoyed it a lot. I, th I thought the, the villain was cool. Not very Star Wars-y. So I thought it was interesting. The whole droid, yeah. like, revolution takeover thing. I thought it, I thought it was interesting. He, he very yeah. much, part of it was almost like a horror movie where they go to that prison and, like, it, it was, yep. I, I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the TV series, I, I mean, a anything related to Darth Maul, I, I like. I mean, I definitely want some more answers. Well, we'll on... see what, do you see that whole Ray Park thing? So they'll, yeah, have, to, they'll have to figure that whole thing out. Who knows? But... That or maybe like Sam uh, yeah. Whitner will will play him, and then like they'll put Ray Park's face, like kind of like what they did with Tarkin. Um, yeah, I, I think I saw that's a lot of people can... going back and forth on that, and like I just I'm one of those people like on, I'm, on like oh Ray Park get a new actor he doesn't look uh, um, Whitwer doesn't I, I understand uh, Whitwer doesn't look like Maul and and all this stuff and I was just like. I just like him over. It's all painted. He's all painted up. Like, if Whitworth plays him, he's an older version. Like, it is what it is. Like, if Ray Park yeah. really did that stuff and is all screwed up, like, then just give Whitworth the role. Like, he's the voice. So, like, who cares? He doesn't... It's not like he looks the opposite of Darth Maul. You paint him up and you, you make him, like... 
he's going to be a little bit different at that time period. You know what I mean? It's kind of, it's the same thing as like friggin' Rosario uh, Dawson being cast as Ahsoka Tano. It's Similar, like, other than Ray Parks, they have a real footage of him or whatever. But I just, I, I can't be bothered with that stuff. If someone's a better fit, you know what I mean? And yeah. is already the voice. It's not like you're just picking someone random. Uh, uh, like, if, if it goes down the way that it looks, like, and Ray Park did this kind of stuff, like, then he's gone. There's a reason to do it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Where Erdy is mainly, he's more mall than Ray Park in terms of the voice and doing all the stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, so I don't have a problem with it. Like, I, I'd be fine with just going with Whitwer. So. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me either, but it's just, yeah. it's, it's, uh, you know, it, how old is Ray Park? Ray Park's 45. So it's not like he's even like... But you saw the old... whole Twitter. Th- what I'm talking about is he like... Did you see this whole Twitter thing? I don't even know how to explain it. He like posted a video of someone getting... Of like his wife cheated on him. And he posted like a... Like a sex tape kind of thing. And like then they said it was hacked. But then his wife said it was him. It's like a bunch of he said, she said kind of thing. But he did post or... On his Instagram, it got posted. It was like a big deal. Oh yikes! Yeah, no, you didn't I see did that. See yeah, that's that. what I'm talking. That's what I'm talking about. Not if none of that had happened and he was completely like a normal dude, like he seemed like that. Then f- I, I'm all for Ray Park, like you know what I mean. But like, no, that's what I'm talking about. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's a complicated story because like it, he said it didn't. I, the last thing I read was like, oh, that wasn't me that posted. That I got hacked. So like, it's still a little bit up in the air. But it doesn't look good. But either way, I'm just saying if it goes down and it is as bad as it looks. I have no problem yeah. with Whitmer. I don't really see the big issue with that. Yeah. No, it, it doesn't bother me at all either. I mean, uh, it's just, you know, some people, they they just want... It's like the same as you're, you're saying with, like, Luke. Like, they want Sebastian Stan to play Luke eventually. Like, if right. they ever did a remake, that's going to happen at some point. People are going to have to... Deal with it. Um except that there's going to be change within the roles and the actors and everything at some point. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. um, it, it's just, and Whitworth, like he's, he's awesome. I mean, just, just that video of him doing the Kenobi is just right. like, yeah. Well, that's what like, I'm saying. Like you have you an actor who he is an actor. And although he didn't physically perform Darth Maul in person. He's done the cartoon, so he has he actually has more time on Maul than Ray Park did. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just yeah, wasn't absolutely. the physical actor like at the time. So like I so it's an even more unique case where you have a guy that's kind of embodies Maul even more. You know what I mean? Right. Um and he would just look different. But if if they go with it like I just hope that if they were going down this road and the Ray Park thing does blow up, I hope they don't scrap the show because they can't, you know what I mean? Just go with Whitworth. Don't make it complicated. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Again, exactly. he's, it's not even the same thing as like the Leia thing. Like it, Darth Maul's all made up. He's got red and black tattoos. He's got spikes coming out of his head. You don't, like he's a little bit older than he, you, like you only saw him in a hologram. You know what I mean? So yep. like, again, not worried about stunts. Ray Park was awesome at the stunts, but like, again, easy to do a stunt double. The guy, it's all tattooed up. It's not like he's just like a human that you have to like match them. You know what I mean? Like, I think right. it'd be very right. easy to do. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I I don't think there's any issue there. So, mm-hmm. um, so we'll see. I mean, the like I said, I just want 
me personally, I just want a TV series with Solo involved. Uh, I don't care what form it comes in. Yeah. Just give me anything at this point. So I just want some I, of the stuff to start rolling out. Like, Mandalorian's been so good, and not everything... If they put out five shows, not everything's going to be great, but, like, like, let's go, right? Like, let's get this stuff pumping. COVID, dude. No, 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 I, I get it. But it wouldn't be out now if COVID wasn't wasn't a thing. No, no, no. But, I know, but we, but I we want might this know to, more. Like, I want to, I, I just want this stuff to start coming out. Like, let's yeah. be able to see some of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, talking about Disney Plus series, just a quick thing. Uh, so, apparently, Tarkin is going to appear in the Cassian Andor Disney Plus series. Um, although, it's not confirmed if uh, who played Guy Henry is going to play Tarkin, and then they're going to put CGI over it like they did in Rogue One. Mm-hmm um so i mean that i think that makes sense as casting tarkin into the series just because the you know tarkin was in rogue one and Mm -hmm. uh he's very involved in 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 the empire during those days so um i'm sure you feel the same way yeah yeah i'm i'm cool with it um again this whole like likeness thing like i don't mind if the guy if they just have guy henry play him you know yeah. what I mean? I don't need the digital thing. It's cool, and I know they're advancing technology. That's awesome. But I guess my point is I would never want it to be a hang-up if they wrote something really cool for Tarkin. I don't want it to be like, a, oh, shit, but we don't have the money to do that digital thing. Just do it. Like, use yeah. an actor. Like, it's fine. You or, know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or people, like Princess Leia. That At some point, that's going to happen. Yep. I, I know. We talked about it for episode nine. I was fine with recasting. I love Leia. I love Carrie Fisher. But I think if the storyline, like... Trevorrow's story like if it was already written and you have to recast you have to recast it's real life like it happened you know what I mean like I would have rather the recast than the digital stuff and I know they didn't do either they got he got create JJ got creative and and did what he could and I thought it was interesting but I just was upset that if they had written it which we kind of found out that there was less of a plan but it always seemed like there was already a plan and, and Trevorrow did write a full script you know what I mean but um, I didn't want them to change everything. And I don't think, you know, I, it doesn't sound like something that Carrie Fisher would have wanted either. You know what I mean? But, yeah. side note, so, I'm just saying, like, I, I think I think if you can do it, great, but I don't get hung up on these things. If you need to recast someone, or you, you know what I mean, or you need to not do the digital makeup, people will get over it if you write a good story. Like, it's fine. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Real life happens, you know? Some people yeah. can't always play the same character. So I'm just going to then wheelhouse into uh, the the rumor about that the sequel trilogy, that there is uh, George Lucas cut leaks that would have featured better scenes for uh, Rise of Skywalker and the series in general. Uh, this is by the same guy that was saying that Kathleen Kennedy is stepping down mm-hmm. and for the last fucking 85 years. And... Uh, has also been saying that uh, they're going to erase the sequel trilogy, so set in the same vein. And then that in this article, it says that 40% of the Rise of Skywalker would be different than, than almost an hour would be different from what the Rise of Skywalker released as, so Mm -hmm. the Lucas cut will say. And then there's like two scenes that are completely different. Uh, One of them featuring Ray, the other one featuring Ben Solo, uh, and that there was supposedly supposed to be a reunion scene. So with, uh, with, uh, 
what's his face when Ben Solo kind of comes to the light and hot, he sees uh, the Force Ghost of Han. Okay. The Ghost of Han, I guess at that Just point. Just in his head, yeah. Uh, Leia and Luke were supposed to be right there as well. Okay. So that was one of the scenes that they said that was cut. Uh, that was part of the Lucas leaks, I guess. So that's just one instance, but there's a bunch of others. So, um, so I don't know if you got a chance to read that article, but what do you what do you think? Do you think uh, that Lucas is going to come back, and do you think they're going to try utilizing any of the supposed Lucas cut stuff? Um, short answer, <laughs> no. Uh, and this is not. So this is not me. Uh, saying I don't want it to happen or I do want it to happen or all this different stuff. Like, I just think this whole line of thought or all these rumors are just bullshit. Like, it's yep. just cranky this fans is a lot. and this, this is, is what they want four. to happen, right? Like, and some of it they'll get proven right whether they're completely wrong right now or not. Like, I think Kennedy will eventually step down, right? Um, this prob- is probably this is sooner, probably sooner rather than later. Um, but... Yeah. So that that's kind of one of those rumors that, like, some of the guys have been saying for two years, right? So, like, I think this is one of those things that, like, they just keep putting out there in different intervals. And sooner or later, they'll be right. You know what I mean? Because I think she will leave eventually. Um, and, and probably, it's seeming like maybe sooner than later, maybe once this Disney Plus start, starts to kick off. Uh, regardless of my thoughts on that, I really think that this Lucas thing is just utter bullshit. Like, why, it just doesn't, see, like, I, I, he's not, and, and, like, I, I want him to come back, don't get me wrong, like, I hope I'm wrong in this, but, like, everything I've seen and read in terms of, like, actual quotes from him and him saying stuff, right, or, like, yeah. multiple high-end sources reporting exactly what he said, like, it doesn't sound like he wants to come back. Yeah, it doesn't sound like he's happy with the sequel trilogy, right? It wasn't what he wrote. We know that. Um, but, uh, like, why, in this culture, dude, like, why would he want to come back? He doesn't want to deal with this bullshit. No. You know what I mean? So, like, I no. just I, I just think it's all, it's, it's just all the people who are crying about the sequel trilogy just want this stuff to happen. Um, and I'm not even, like, like, like I'm saying, like, I kind of want, it would be cool if Lucas came back and, and Kenny stepped down, but it's just, I think it's just a pipe dream. You know what I mean? I just don't think it's realistic. I don't think George nope. Lucas is cutting Rise of Skywalker. And even if he did, here's my honest opinion on it. I don't want a George Lucas cut of a J.J. Abrams movie. I want George Lucas's movie. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, why do I, you know what I'm saying? Like, why do I care if George Lucas gets all the, if he got all all of the footage shot from the whole entire sequel trilogy, you think it would be great if he what rearranged Colin, it? What about Colin Trevorrow's? Right, but that wasn't filmed. They're saying like it was shot and there's going to be like a movie coming out, like like a version of it coming out. So I'm saying like all mm-hmm. the scenes that were actually shot, like all the deleted footage, all the, you know what I mean? Hand that to Lucas. Do you think it's really that, do you think he cuts it to a way that you would love the sequel trilogy anymore? Like, no, maybe a little bit, but the story's there. Like, how much could he change the story? So that's my point. Like, if you the give story, him... The story's already butchered, in my opinion, so it's kind right. of Right, like... so do you... Like, he cuts it differently? Like, sweet. Now, if you're telling me I got Lucas's full script and 
Yeah, I'd love to for see the that. trilogy. If you right. got a script for the whole trilogy, right? That's a whole different deal. Like that, I'm down with that, that. But like, yeah, yeah. even if it is true, I, I I don't think it's true. I think it's all bullshit. Yeah. I think it's all hopeful. And 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 the, all the people saying this that hate the sequel trilogy would also hate whatever George Lucas did. Okay, they've been hating on everything since the original trilogy. So like most of these people, I don't know why they care so much. But the point is, even if it is true, do you want George Lucas's cut? Like, like, what difference does it make if you hated The Last Jedi or uh, Rise of Skywalker? Do you mm. think George Lucas cutting together J.J. Abrams' shots in film, you think that's going to make a difference? Like, I, yeah, it's not, you know, it's not some, like, Schneider cut thing where he filmed all this stuff and then Whedon filmed, like, 80% of the movie. You know what I mean? Like, that's a different yeah, scenario. It's different. Like, it's... That's whole yeah, so, so A, I don't think it's true, and B, if it is true, I don't even know why it's interesting. It, not, I'm not saying the rumor's not interesting. It's fun to speculate. It's fun mm -hmm. to talk about. I get it. I, I totally get it. It gets clicks. Um, there probably is some rumbling going on, you know what I mean, at, at Star Wars. So, like, all of it's based in some nugget of basic truth, right? But I think the the narrative of where it's going is just so overblown and, and probably so far off the truth of what's happening, you know what I mean? Yeah. That I just think, fun to talk about, but... I mean, at this I can't point, imagine according, it happening. according to this source, they've already, you know, they're already going to erase the sequel trilogy. So they're already resetting Star Wars and all that. Like, yeah, that's, there's it, been people saying just, it for two years. You know what I mean? No, no, no I'm just, I'm just saying if people out, so. listen to this crap, this is the stuff that, you know, we would already be at this point where, all right, we know we're going to reset. Like, it's yeah, just, like we've talked about, it just doesn't make business sense, even if you wanted it. Okay. And again, the people that really want it wouldn't like it anyways. Let's be honest. Okay? So, like, you, but you, they really want it. And, like, what, what business of Disney is not erased? No matter how much of a dumpster fire you think it you was. You can't erase it. The only right. thing you can do is utilizing the potential alternate timeline thing. Yeah, which even that could be would, like, interesting. not be a good... I agree. Interesting. It, I don't think it would be a good business be interesting. Move. It wouldn't work. I don't right. think it, you're... You're getting, then you're getting into like all this time parallel bullshit. Yeah. And that's a whole nother, like, if you're going to start writing that sort of stuff, holy crap, you're going to piss some people off. It's because Star Wars has always been like a linear timeline. It's never been right. like, I think, oh, Yo, you go back in time. I think at you the know, end of the day, you can not like Disney Star Wars. You can hate Disney Star Wars. You can hate the prequels. You can like or dislike anything, right? Um, yeah. I think it's more of a function of the time. I think when you look at, not, and I'm not saying they're movie masterpieces, right? But like when right. you look at Star Wars in terms of like cinema, was any of were any of them good? Like in terms of like movie cinema, like these like Oscar award winning shows, like it's sci-fi, no. it's fun, right? No, like so, none of them, were, they're, they're, right? No, no, no. So not, let's not nitpick this. Uh, we have nostalgia with the original trilogy. We all love it, right? But let's not, like, put this on some crazy pedestal like it was the greatest film ever written, ever made. Maybe it's the greatest story ever written, right? But, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So oh, yeah, I agree. So my point is, like, as much as these people complain so much about Disney Star Wars and, like, oh, this one failed and look at how much money it didn't make. The big thing they're missing is look how much money it did make. And how, how many fans it's there are. $5 billion. Are, I know. And how many fans there are. Like... A lot of these kids aren't saying much. Like, they love these shows. They love the movies. Like, as much as, like, some people just hate on it. So I think it's just as much a function of, like, where we are today with Twitter and, 
and social media and just the way it works that all fan bases of all shows, of all media, are harsh about everything, right? Just Star Wars yeah, is the biggest and or one of the biggest, so it's the loudest, you know? So I yeah, think uh, I, I just don't see the business side as much as I would like a lot. Like, I do like the legend stuff a little bit better. So mm -hmm. would I be interested in seeing that written or interested in George Lucas's version? Certainly. Would I like it more? Possibly. You know what I mean? Good chance, right? And I, yeah. and I do like the sequel trilogy. Um, but overall, it just doesn't make business. They're just not going to do it. Yeah, no. So... Um... It's just a, you know, it's a talking point. Again, we get, we get as much fun talking about it as everybody else, but I just, I just don't think it's realistic. Yeah. Right. Business, like what they're actually going to do. I don't think, I think yeah. there's a less than 1% chance any of this shit happens. I mean, they just revealed, uh, and I wasn't even going to, the, you know, I talked about on the HoloNet Live, they, they brought out, uh, they revealed a little bit of the background of, uh, uh, was it Tales from the Galaxy VR, uh, Tales from the Galaxy's Edge VR game, mm -hmm. a video game is coming out. And it's kind of like, why would you be investing in a video game in an alternate timeline? Like, what if you're going to erase or, you know, make this trilogy erased, technically, right. why are you coming out with just, this video game? They're just, they, why they just keep dip, doubling down, right? Like, that doesn't make sense. They, yeah. you, then because you it's would, not you happening. <laughs> <laughs> and now there was, and there was another thing. I also mentioned this on Hollow Live that they canceled Marvel canceled the Rise of Skywalker comic series. So then people are seeing that and they're being like, "Oh, so does that mean that they're canceling the sequel trilogy?" Right. No, right. they yeah. probably just canceled the comic series because of God knows what that we right. don't know. Or having but someone it, else write it. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah, a million like, things. Yeah. I think and, and the best hope. Stupid. I think the best hope for people who do not like, and there's this segment of people who are still really into Star Wars and didn't like the sequel trilogy. I don't think that's a lot. Right. Uh, yeah, but right I think here. there's people that like it less than you and are still Star Wars, like really enjoy Star Wars. There's a lot of people that are just hate Star Wars and just hate everything. So it, this isn't important to them. Sorry, but I think, the, I think the biggest hope would be like, like a Kathleen Kennedy steps down and someone maybe like a Favreau or a Filoni. I mean, it's a big position change, but like a Feige, someone like that steps in, and I think then your hope is that they go to the Old Republic or maybe they catch the middle of the High Republic and they make that mm -hmm. awesome. I think that's yeah. where the... Fo if, you're a, if you're a big Star Wars aficionado and you didn't like the sequel trilogy, I think the hope should be that. Right, I don't think the hope should be deleting the sequel trilogy because it's just not happening. So I think your focus should be somewhere else. It should be, let's make the Old Republic great. Let's make it happen. Let's make the High Republic great. Let's make it happen. Hell, maybe, I mean, they're not touching it now, but maybe in like 10, 15 years, let's make after uh, The Rise of Skywalker great. Right? There was like mm -hmm. a whole, there was a book or a comic series with Cade Skywalker that was like 60 years after Luke died or something like that, like way in the future. So like, yeah. you know, I think that's the hope. If you really didn't enjoy the sequel trilogy, but you're really still into Star Wars and you like some of the stuff, you know what I mean, out there, I think uh, I think the hope is that the High Republic's cool. And if even if that's just middling, you hope it all gets under control and that they come out with like the old, a different timeline, right? Not a different timeline, a different era of Star Wars, and you hope they make that great. 
you know, Old mm-hmm. Republic and just kill it. You know, I think yeah. that's I think that's a more reasonable, a higher percentage chance. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, I, I agree. Um, I guess I'll, I'll move it along then from there. Uh, I know we want to get into uh, your theory, but uh, just a quick note. Uh, Mandalorian has been nominated for 15 Emmys. I'm not going to go through all of them. I'll actually know what tomorrow's HoloNet Live. I'll go through. I'll go through them all. Um, but they're on StarWars.com too, if anyone's interested in reading them. But uh, yeah, they got they got a lot, especially in their visual effects and sound editing and stuff like that. So uh, pretty cool stuff. Um, yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's yeah, good that it's, the first. I mean, like we talked about before, Mandalorian came out. This one was a big one for the future of Star Wars, right? And where yeah. we wanted it to go. Uh, with Filoni and Favreau and stuff like that. And we knew if this one killed and did well, yeah. it would bode well for more Star Wars shows. And this was kind of the kicking off point. So the fact that this did so well and now is getting yep. praise on like an actual film level other than just fan and reactions is is really good news if you're looking yeah, forward for... to the future of uh, Star Wars on like Disney, like, you know, TV shows and the future of Star Wars, really. I don't want to... Yeah make it seem bigger than it is, but, like, I, the Mandalorian was a huge pivot point, right, mm-hmm. in the future of Star Wars. If that sucked, we'd be in a different... We'd be talking about different rumors right now, you know? Yeah. So it's oh, good yeah. that... I mean, it's good for a fan that wants more Star Wars that that did well, so... Yep. Um, so we'll move into... Uh, we'll move from there to uh, your theory about... Or I'll... I, you know what? Yeah, what's your theory? Explain uh, yourself. Yeah. So um, um, this is like, I, I figured this would be a fun time to do it because Mandalorian's a couple months away um, and I'm going to do a Star Wars Academy video on this, right? Um, on Gideon, mm-hmm. uh, Moff Gideon, uh, from what we know, just to kind of get everything, I'm going to do a few Star Wars Academies, uh, hopefully on, on kind of uh, the Mandalorian stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Just maybe... To help people who are into it and just want to know like what basis that could, this could have on other stuff and what other stuff what other canon media has impact on this um so this is kind of the this is maybe the i want to say this is the 75 percent information built theory right so i've had this theory for a while now that there's some connection uh with gideon directly to palpatine and the final order all right, mm-hmm. so that's basically, that's basically the, the simplification of the, uh, of the theory, right? Before I get into some of the nerdier details. Basically, I think that Moff Gideon is one of, we don't know how many, but one of a very select few, I would guess, that no Palpatine survived, okay? Know yeah. um, the general gist of what he's building, um, or at least are in his employ. Okay, let me not get into the Exegol thing. Maybe, maybe the people that know it would be very Palpatine esque to have, let's say, ten people who know all with different missions, but not knowing exactly what he was planning, kind of thing, right? Yeah. So, I think Gideon is specifically in charge, and this isn't like a stretch by any imagination, especially when I start to give you some of the the canon backing for this but like i think basically the whole story of the mandalorian with gideon is he is after baby yoda which we know right mm-hmm. he is after baby yoda for the dna because palpatine is starting his cloning 
and is trying to find all of the information he can on Force-sensitive beings and stuff like that to try to get a Force-sensitive body for Clone. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we know he did it with yep. his, his son. That's how Ray comes about, right? So we know he's yep. doing this, and we know he's gone through clones and stuff like that. So I, my, the, the basic theory is that Gideon knows Palpatine's alive, is working directly with Palpatine, or for Palpatine, to get, and maybe not just the baby Yoda, but his job is to get Force sensitives and stuff like that uh, so that they can test them and maybe come up with unlocking the key for Palpatine to clone to get a, a, a host body that is strong with the Force, right? And be able to clone kind of the Force into it. Yep. Um, so there's a, there's a lot that goes into this. Um, I'll just get into some of the basic stuff that I find interesting, okay? One of the interesting things is the fact... And, the, and so I, I went back and read this, uh, and I'll have the passages, the exact passages, in um, the Star Wars Academy video for, like, breakdown... Uh, people have taken it different ways, but basically in the novel uh, of The Last Jedi, okay? Uh, the Last Jedi, I keep saying The Last Jedi. In the novelization of The Rise of Skywalker, it gets into a little bit of, a, a lot more detail than the movie, but it gets into more detail of Palpatine's whole thing, right? Of like him dying on the second Death Star, dying, immediately transferring his consciousness to the Exegol thing, it gets into a little bit of like the, you know what I mean? Just like, a, not like super fine detail, but like enough that's more than what you get in the movie, right? So it mm -hmm. kind of breaks it down a little bit, okay? From yeah. his lines in the movie, uh, is it Allegiant General Pride? Is that his name? Um, mm -hmm. The guy that kills uh, Hux. I, I'm trying to think of his, it is Pride. I'm just trying to think of his title. I think it's Allegiant General. Um, Throughout the movie, he, he's the first one to, ca to contact Palpatine, and he's the one Pal that Palpatine offers, like, the fleet to, right? It's General Pride. Just General Allegiant Pride? Allegiant General. Oh, Allegiant, Allegiant General. General. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So, uh, in the book, there's even more of that. And some of the passages, I think people have read as... I think people took it at face value to mean more of, like, that Pride always believed in Palpatine's vision... Mm -hmm. And was kind of one of the old guard in the First Order, meaning he believed in what Palpatine was doing, not so much the First Order. You know what I mean? Like, he was still loyal to Palpatine. So, like, when Palpatine came back, there was no question. Some of the specific passages, to me, read much more, and it's like a semantics thing, read much more as he knew the whole time. He was always working with Palpatine. Because they say he had communications with Palpatine. And I think people have read that as more like once he knew that Palpatine came back, like once Palpatine sent out that thing and, and uh, Kylo was looking for him. Uh, in yep. the book, the exact passages, I think, read quite different than that. I think they specifically tell you that while he probably didn't know the whole plan and didn't understand necessarily the cloning, because I think he's one of the guy, I think he's one of these guys that doesn't really believe in the whole force thing. You know what I mean? I think he knows mm -hmm. that Palpatine has something, but I don't think he's uh, super like into the whole force and force users. I think he thinks it's overblown, but yeah. I think he's working with Palpatine the whole time. And I thought that in the movie. And when I read that, I thought that, so going off of that, that means that Palpatine did have, which makes sense. I mean, it almost makes no sense that Palpatine put the contingency plan into place, right? Had mm -hmm. the first order do the first order thing while Snoke was a clone, right? Basically yeah. ruling through Snoke, but no one else knew about the final order. 
Like, it makes a lot more sense that he would have agents throughout the First Order, in the New Republic, all these different things. Very few, but that he was always grooming to know that the, fi the First Order wasn't the plan, right? Like, it was always mm -hmm. the final order. That was the big thing, right? Yeah. So, if that's the case, then a lot of the stuff that Moff Gideon does, the whole testing of the Baby Yoda, which we still really got no answer for, right? We just yeah. know that they tested him. It was, what was the guy's uh, symbol? The cloning guy? Camino. Who, who Who orchestrated the whole Camino brain chip thing? Palpatine. Right? In Aftermath, they use brain chips on these slaves, uh, not slaves, uh, prisoners, to do the whole attack on Chandrilla that were sent out yep. by a signal that forced them to, like, start killing senators on stage. They were, like, rescued prisoners, like, right? So, and that was done by Gallius Rax, who was purposely groomed by Palpatine. Okay, mm -hmm. so, like, all these things lead me to believe, and there's, and there's more, and I'll get into the details in my video, but, like, there's a bunch of these breadcrumbs that lead me to believe that there were certain people with certain jobs that knew Palpatine wasn't gone. Yeah, I mean, I... So I see Gideon much more as an integral piece, which makes the Mandalorian and the Baby Yoda story way more interesting than the general presiding theory that Moff Gideon's kind of one of the warlords that survived and didn't go with the First Order into the Unknown Regions and just kind of was power-hungry and hung around. You know what I yeah. mean? At, like, on the outskirts of, of the New Republic. I don't think that's the case. I think it's a lot deeper than that. Somebody actually in um, Star Wars explains, explains, explain, Star Wars explained channel. He does a Q&A and someone actually asked, does he think that Gideon was an inquisitor? Which I, I don't think he was an inquisitor, but that's an interesting no. one. It's an interesting one too, because if he is force sensitive and can use the dark saber, very interesting. Because maybe he was, tr maybe he was tracking the baby Yoda well before, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Which would be interesting. And even, I will say this, interestingly enough, some of his uniform pieces, like the armor, does have like black and red on it, kind of has an Inquisitor vibe. I never noticed it before, but when he comes out, he has a unique kind of armor uniform kind of thing going on, which yeah, does have... Yeah, it's not that of a general. Right. It, it has a, uh, or a moth, which is actually a government position, not a military position. Um, right. it, it does have an Inquisitor thing. So that being said, I think that's an interesting twist. Maybe like a part of the character. I don't think he's a straight up Inquisitor. I know there are some brothers and sisters because they named them all like brother, the first brother, second brother. I think there are some we haven't met yet, if I'm yeah. not, not correct, not incorrect. Um, but I don't think he's one of like the original Inquisitors, but I do think he, he may be force sensitive. So maybe there's something to that. Yeah. So what do you yeah, think? Maybe. I know that was a lot. I don't have it organized yet. You know what I mean? It's just kind of, I just wanted to get it out there because we didn't have a fun theory to talk about tonight. So, um, I mean, I, I mean, you've kind of been poking the bear with that theory. Yeah. Uh, you've made comments in the past. So I kind of, I mean, it's, it's not far fetched to me. I mean, it makes sense. It, it would make sense from a story standpoint if he is tied to Palpatine and just that he, you know, he is looking for Baby Yoda for Palpatine specifically. That's his mission. Yep. Um, I do find the Inquisitor thing kind of interesting, but I, I kind of don't. Yeah, that part I'm kind of I'm more. The only thing with Gideon that I'm really interested in seeing is 
how the hell he got the dark saber. And I mean, that, that yeah. piece I I'm really interested in. Um, but yeah, with the, the Palpatine thing. Yeah. I'm not, I'm actually not as surprised as you probably thought I would be. I, I think it makes sense. I think the, uh, the pride stuff that you just mentioned, I didn't even think about that. So, mm-hmm. uh, that makes sense. Um, it's just a small piece in the puzzle, but I think it's an interesting one because I think it was hidden enough. And especially since it was more laid out in the novel, I don't think a lot of people like noticed it. I think they just took it as a grain of salt kind of thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like just didn't really yeah. dig into it. Whereas I found it, I, I found it really interesting once I read the novel being like someone, which makes sense. So, there are people in the first order and maybe outside the first order that Palpatine had groomed other than just Snoke. Like, you know what I mean? Like people knew about the final order or again, when with this theory, nothing's proven. I'm not saying that pride knew the whole plan. I'm saying that like, Pride knew there was the Emperor was still pulling the strings, right? Yeah. And and may have been in contact with him the whole time. Now, whether he knows about the Final Order and all that, that's not what I'm saying. It's not really important. It's more that he knew the First Order wasn't the, the game plan, wasn't the, the end game, right? Right. I, I just... Um, hmm. And it makes sense for Palpatine. And they're two totally different things. I'm just using Gideon as the example. Uh, I'm, I'm using Pride as the proven example to me that Palpatine had agents that knew there was more than the First Order, right? And knew that he was still alive. So if, that's, if they were out there, it stands to reason that Pride wasn't the only person in the entire universe that knew. And we're talking about a totally different timeline, right? This is only five years after he died. He's still going through this whole crazy cloning thing. We knew he tried to clone forever, right? He had his the 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 son, which became, uh, which which uh, gave birth to Ray. So he's a granddaughter. He, they said he cloned a bunch of different times. Snoke was like a failed clone thing. So you put that with the scientist from Camino or the Camino organization trying to get DNA sequencing from Baby Yoda, who all the Yoda species we know have all been Force sensitive, and you have Moff Gideon with a the dark saber doesn't really play into it, but it adds to it. Uh, he's the one specifically hunting Baby Yoda, and he tells them, "You don't know how much this means to me. You don't know how. You know what I mean? Like he he makes it more of a thing than you would think it would be, especially since we have no idea why he's looking for Baby Yoda. If he's just some warlord, why yeah. is he sequencing DNA from a Yoda species? Like who? They wouldn't even know who they were. You know what I mean?" So to like, me, well, it, it pitches a bigger plan. The only thing, uh, is it, is there a clear cut thing on how Palpatine survived the Death Star? Uh, rel- relatively clear cut, yes, from the novel. It explains basically okay. that he transferred, I, I would like to reread the passage again before I like, gave it to you, but from my foggy memory of it, it does lead you to believe, or, or, or it kind of explains that like he had this set up as a contingency plan. He was able to right before he died, transfer his essence to this facility on Exegol, I believe that he was working on. Cause this is, this gets into the whole, like, you know how he had the outposts and he was working with Thrawn to get into the unknown regions. Cause he thought some, there was some power out there. I think, yeah. I think the, the wrap up story is basically he found Exegol, which was this lost planet of the Sith. And so he set up a base there before he died. These are what the, remember how he had the outposts on Jakku and that whole thing. And that's yeah. kind of where he, 
he had set up so if he were ever to face that moment like he had this all set up gallius rax was literally groomed from day one to have the contingency plan for when he died so palpatine legitimately before what was gallius was third so before it was after the clone wars when he Mm -hmm. found galley i believe so sometime like after the sometime in that that dead area between the clone wars and the new hope sometime in there he had already had this basically semi-planned he was looking for to go to the outer rim right and uh the the unknown regions because there was some source of power out there so he had groomed gallius to put the operation cinder and move them out into the unknown regions where the first order would take over like he had this all you know i don't know how specifically planned if he had known it was going to be the call of the first order if he already had clones of snoke none (coughs) of that's explained right yeah but knowing what he did in the clone wars and how the fuck he took down all the jedi like you have to imagine he pretty much knew this to a t and that's so that's the interest to me if they can pull that's why i'm hoping for this is a big part of it Mm -hmm. is because as much as it's backwards it's like the canon books and tv shows piecing together this story around what they did in the sequel trilogy but if they pull this off as much as you may hate what they did to luke and this and that it really becomes the palpatine story and he had this all set up the whole entire time he knew how he was going to take the jedi down he was going to become the emperor as soon as he became the emperor he started planning for for he put in a crazy contingency plan for if he ever was killed, he was going to burn it to the fucking ground. He was going to send the remnants, the proven remnants out to the unknown regions, which he had scouted and had places for. And he was going to basically, he knew he would die and that that's when the contingency plan would happen. He knew he could transfer his essence. So he knew how to do that. That wasn't just made up. Like he had this plan in place. He had Exegol set up to receive his essence or whatever. You know, they don't, I don't think they exactly explained that part, but basically he knew where he was going. He had the whole contingency plan set up from like before a new hope. I mean, it's kind of, if it matches and then you add the Mandalorian where Moff Gideon specifically looking for Yoda or, or, uh, any, uh, force sensitive species to give him more knowledge on how to clone better bodies to hold his force power on Exegol, while he's simultaneously putting a weird, broken clone of Snoke, maybe maybe Snoke is what that DNA sequenced to, right? Because Snoke is some kind maybe. of odd clone that they fucked up a bunch of times that you can see in like his like failed bodies in in uh, in Exegol when Ben walks through, right? Like yep. finally he got one that could hold force power because as much as we only saw like ten seconds of Snoke, he had some legit force powers, right? So the, the mm-hmm. body could hold, well, to a certain extent, it could hold it. It looks like it was decaying, but maybe that was the problem. You know what I mean? So I think, I think, yeah. I hope because I think it, it makes a fascinating connection. Whether you like it or not, it really becomes not the Skywalker saga, but the, the Palpatine saga. Because he literally set it up from day one. Before the prequels, he had the plan to take down the Republic, become the Emperor. As soon as he became the Emperor, he was like, well, if anybody ever takes over, here's how I get back in power. I fucking burn it to the ground, do all this. St- I mean, it's kind of crazy. I, I I'm not mean, saying I, you love it. I'm just saying. No, I don't. But it's, it's amazing. It, that's how it works. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I like I said, I don't, I don't love it, but you know, that's a story. I can't. It is what it is. It is. I mean, it's fitting. It's, it's not what we were. I guess I'm saying it's fitting and it's interesting. 
it just didn't work. It's not going to work for a lot of people because it was pitched. It was always pitched as a Skywalker saga, right? So the fact that Palpatine's own blood takes him down at the end actually is a really good, and I, I get it. They didn't plan this the whole time. Like I understand, but the way it ended, and if they put the pieces together the correct way, it is unbelievably interesting writing and an interesting story that Palpatine, while he was able to fucking mastermind this whole thing, actually gets yeah. taken down in the end by his granddaughter is really interesting. The problem is it was pitched as a Skywalker saga. They were the main characters the whole time. So like that gets, I understand why that's an issue. But if you take that out of it, and look at just the through line, it's actually kind of interesting. Yeah. I, it's tough for, this. I'm a huge Luke guy. You know what I mean? So like, I, I get it. It's, it's not, it doesn't leave the best taste more. in your mouth, but in terms of like, again, it's, it's, it makes it's, me more curious about what Lucas's scripts actually. Oh, this had, yeah. He, he, his had nothing to do with that. I don't think there was no first order. The Palpatine died. Yeah. There may so have been is, cloning. I mean, in in the in in the in Legends, there was cloning, and I think he allowed he like approved Zon's things. I think in general, yeah. like gave him the, his blessing. So there was Palpatine clones and stuff like that. So that part yeah. may have not been completely far off the truth, but I don't yeah, I don't think it would have been this thing. I don't think Palpatine comes back in full. You know what I mean? Because it takes it yeah. takes away a little bit of Anakin's sacrifice, which I think is a lot of people's problem with it, but. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm kind of on that same fence, but like, I mean, I, I like, overall, I, I like how it's played out, I guess, but like, yeah, I still have issues with the writing, you know, yeah, I, yeah. it wasn't the, it wasn't the story I wanted. And, I'd be like, interested to see someone, if that's how it all it plays out, I'd be interested to see someone who had no, no fandom in Star Wars, right? Never saw the originals kind of thing. But is a big, like, it's tough to find, right? Because you want someone who is a big kind of sci-fi or fantasy nerd who's into these kind of universes, right? But someone who never touched Star Wars. If this is, if what I kind of just laid out is what the final story is told to be, mm -hmm. and you had someone dive in once it was all done, you had someone dive in and could watch all the content, right? Well, I, I mean, wonder like... how, like, literally all, like, read the books, do, like, the whole universe, Right. From, yeah. from the prequels to the scene. in in the in the movie timeline, right? But like all the books in there. Um, mm -hmm. I wonder if it, a lot of the, the bad taste in our mouth of like the Skywalker saga and what happened to Luke, and that Anakin's sacrifice was in vain and all this stuff that we feel is obviously because like we saw this as kids and loved the original trilogy and then we got to see the prequels so we ha and we were always pitched it's the Skywalker story right we were told over and over again it's a Skywalker story and then it was beat to death with the new series that came out it's the end of the Skywalker saga they even called it that it was never called the Skywalker saga before the new ones came out you know what I mean so we were like beat over the head that the most important people were the Skywalkers Right? Like, this was their uh, story. That's what they said. If see, that, that was never pitched my... and you... What? Well, yeah, that's my. Th that's what I was going to say. If that was never pitched, then, yeah, we maybe it might be a different reaction. But, like, it's the fact that it was always pitched as a Skywalker saga. No, no. So the fact that... The... That's what I'm saying. Completely agree with you. I'm, yeah. But my point is, if you were never attached to the marketing of that, you were never attached to... And you never saw the... 
these movies oh when you were kids. Like, if you got to see it all as one story now, that's what I'm saying. If the Palpatine thing goes down, I think it's actually really good storytelling. The problem is I the way it was laid out. I 100% will guarantee you right now, my fiance has not watched the new trilogy. Yeah. Guarantee she's going to be confused out of her mind with just watching the movies. And I'm, I'm not, that's not my point. <laughs> I, I don't even mean like people who are just watching it to watch it. Like someone who is really into it, but didn't have the nostalgia feels for the original trilogy and wasn't beaten mm -hmm. over the head with the marketing of the new trilogy. You could just watch it without nostalgia, without the feels, without the marketing. You could just watch The Mandalorian and Rogue One and read some of the books and like be immersed in the universe if it actually was a masterpiece story through line that it was really the Palpatine story. Because to me, like looking at it in black and white and trying to take away how I feel about what they did to Luke and that Rey wasn't a Skywalker and she's the one that ends it and that Ben died and there's no more Skywalkers and that Anakin's sacrifice is kind of in vain when you look at the story. All of that is because of the timeline I watched them in. It's because of nostalgia. It's because of how I feel about Luke, about how I wanted it to happen. All of that is colored by all those things. And it can't be, it, I, it can't be taken away. Like, that's just how I experienced it, right? But I'm trying to take no, a step back I now that it. I'm seeing it. And I think the Palpatine thing is... Again, you're going to say it wasn't planned. I understand that. But I'm saying if they now put it together and it does end up being that, it ended up being, in my mind, story-wise, a masterpiece somehow. But it was the Palpatine story. It was not the Skywalker story. And that's what I'm saying. I don't know how I feel I, about that. I don't know how I, I feel about... I think it could have been better as the Skywalker saga, right? But I'm saying that, it's really interesting. I think that's... I think that's the lure of Star Wars in a sense. I think that's why I got into it as a kid. The whole Skywalker saga thing. The whole Luke Skywalker. He's the unsung hero. He's... 100%. I think yep. the, the new trilogy dismantles that and not only that it completely like you were saying it it takes out like and i understand where you're coming from you're saying without all the nostalgia and the marketing and stuff which is it would be incredibly hard to find someone that is like that well and it'll eventually just I, be new kids, the only reason yeah, yeah I, I eventually but yeah. i'm just saying right now like the only like that's why i said like my fiance for instance she, i i'm like she's not super immersed in the star wars universe like you know i tell her things and stuff like that but like from a movie standpoint like she doesn't like she's not she's never been like oh it's a skywalker saga so i will be interested to see how does she look at seven eight and nine and then when she comes to nine and be like what the fuck like that's i'm what that's what all i was saying but yeah, she's not as in depth in Star Wars as you're saying. You're saying someone that's completely never had like yeah. It's, to, to me, it. it's the whole. She's the closest the to books. me at this point, right? But it, I'm talking about someone who's like really into it. She's watching it because it's entertaining, and she wants to watch it with you. I'm saying someone who like is reading the books, like super into it. I think she'll probably like the sequel trilogy more, the most, and as much as it's probably more of a thing of the unexplained and maybe just not being super into it. The Palpatine thing, I'm sure, will be semi-confusing. 
Although someone who watches it straight through now, it may not be that confusing because they're going to watch it straight through and go, Palpatine died, but we were cloning people and he came back as a clone. Eh, kind of makes sense. Like, I think, I, I actually think the less you're into it, the more acceptable it is because I don't think you have as many questions. You're just like, it's a fantasy sci-fi movie that people get cloned and people are flying around with force powers. I'm supposed to be surprised that an old guy cloned himself? Like, it's actually not that shocking to a non... Like, if I was watching a random series that in the first couple episodes, they cloned people, people were flying around with laser swords, cutting people's heads off, and then in the final series, a guy gets resurrected from an exploding space station, I really wouldn't think that that's much of a leap. I guess. I don't right? Know. I... It's not when you look at like when you look at it on on paper of all the stuff that's in the Star Wars saga before that, the Palpatine thing really isn't even that weird. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I just I again, I, I completely it. agree. I, this is a hard conversation for me to have because I know what you're thinking and I get it. I it it is a stretch, but we're into it. We have nostalgia. We have all these biases built up. I'm saying when you just look at it on paper of all the stuff that's happened before Episode Nine. Palpatine being resurrected is really not that weird. I guess it's just it's it's just me. It's just I look at it and I'm like, why? Right, and I'm asking like, you to step out of that and just look at it on paper. It's not that weird. On paper, it. Well, I. All right, I guess it's not that weird. I don't know. I kind of disagree. I guess on a little bit. I just think how writing... like I guess so. This is interesting to me. I know we're going over time, but like, like. Why the is writing. it? And the, the but forget the writing. Me. The resurrection of Palpatine is weird. How to can you? I forget the right? I'm, I'm asking you. All I of read, the all of the things that happen in Star Wars. Why is Palpatine coming back to life shocking? Why, why is, is that it, more shocking than someone falling from a thousand feet and landing and being fine? Like this is my point. Like we've just accepted the things that uh, have come before. So him surviving when he's the ultimate power in the entire universe, like, how is that a shock? I just don't, like... You don't like it? That's I, not my it, question. It just doesn't... Yeah, I don't like it. I right. think it's... That's it's fine. Weak story. And, I, and I agree to a certain extent. I'm not asking, is it good? Is it awesome? Is, I'm saying it's not surprising. It's not that weird. I guess so. I I don't know. I I think it's just yeah. If he was resurrected, like yeah, I guess it it's not. Uh, the only thing is, do we have anything? And maybe I'm just going, you know, blind in my head. But like, there's nothing. I know there's cloning, but there's not necessarily anything with resurrection. Well, Bane and Plagueis talked about it. Anakin was made out of nothing. I'm saying supposedly. there's a ton supposedly. of... No, that's what happened. It's said in the comics. Like It's proven that... No, he... it was vague in the comics. It wasn't a direct answer. It wasn't a direct answer that Palpatine did it. It was a direct answer that there was no father. He was just created from the Force. Right, that's canon fact. But All right, I read it differently then. You think Anakin had a father? No, I, I just, I, when I read the comic, I just didn't, it didn't give me a clear answer. It's not just it was, the comic. It's from all the stuff. Like there's no, right. it's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I know that the comic vaguely did the thing of like, well, maybe people were like, oh, Palpatine created him, not Plagueis. Like it wasn't clear exactly how it went down. I'm not saying it like rid it out for you, but it, it, 
my um, entire point is the fact that people, I'm fine with exactly what you said. You didn't like it because you felt it was a lazy writing and you didn't like the story path of it. I completely, I semi-agree with most I of that. I would have liked the story path if they wrote it better. If they gave something more than just the fucking Aftermath trilogy. Like, you gave a couple novel book, uh, novels and then you're like, oh, this is a shoe-in for Palpatine? Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I know, not... but well, I'm not breaking through to you. Like, you're talking about that you don't like how it was done. I agree that there was more that they could have done to make it clear. I'm saying that people complain that it broke Star Wars. The fact that Palpatine resurrected from all of Star Wars, that everything, every time we've seen a movie or read a book, not every time, some don't, but like a lot of them introduced new shit, right? In the original trilogy, there wasn't throwing, like, well, Darth Vader threw it, but it wasn't, he didn't like recall it back. There wasn't like the lightsaber throw. Right, there wasn't uh, there wasn't a double bladed lightsaber. There wasn't nearly as many force powers. I'm trying to think of exactly what force powers are new in in the prequels, but there were new ones that weren't heard of right in the original mm -hmm. trilogy. Yeah. All these times, it was like, oh, the force can do that. Oh, Clone Wars, you had like the gods of Mortis. Okay, what is that? Mm -hmm. uh, in in Legends, you had all kinds of shit. Bane did an essence transfer, or attempted an essence transfer. Even if you want to get closer to canon, Plagueis Plague thought it was possible. And he was researching it his entire life. So the, all I'm saying is, the resurrection thing and the cheating death thing was actually set up from the beginning. It didn't happen. Like, not everyone was doing it. How did... It, it actually, in, in Legends, was kind of the... It was the Sith way of achieving like eternal life or, or close to it. Whereas the Jedi way was to become one with a force. And if you did it the right way, you could become a force ghost. This, yep. them, the whole purpose of the dark side was like all self selfishness. So they yep. couldn't become force ghosts, but they could like haunt an item like Bane does in the tomb on, on, uh... oh God, what is, is it Moraban or Coraban? <laughs> I always whatever Moraban Coraban. I think it's Moraban in canon and Coraban in in Kotor. Um, yeah, I always. But so confused. like that's because he like he well it was a mix of the Sith magic that Dooku. It's it's all confusing. My point is, each time we learn something new, someone had a problem with something. Like this one was actually pitched a lot in Legends and was hinted towards in canon. With him talking about Plagueis the Wise and cheating death and all this stuff. And that's how Anakin actually turns because he thinks he can say Padme, blah, 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 blah. It was all like really set up the whole time. So I am, all I'm saying is I'm not offended and it's not that surprising at all that Palpatine essence transferred and was still, if you even want to call him, alive. It's not shocking. It wasn't done well. I don't, I don't mind it. I completely understand if you hate it. Like, that's not my issue. I'm just saying, like, it's not, it's just, it's not surprising. It was there to use, is all I'm saying. All right. You, none of what you've said is wrong. You're completely right. It probably was. And, and, and the opinion parts 
are completely up to you. All I'm saying is that the fact of the matter that it 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 did not break Star Wars as much as people like it shouldn't have been shocking if you were paying attention. The story, not the story, the actual event of him surviving. That's all I'm saying. All right. Uh, I mean, I. They could have explained it. They could have done it a better job. They could have not done it. Like it didn't need to be done. I, but I it was set up. I'm saying, I guess you're right. I just don't. Yeah, it's, you didn't it's, like it's, it, I'm, and that's fine. I'm having a hard. Not time a lot of people because, did like it. <laughs> yeah, I just thought they could have done it way better. I thought the writing, obviously, we talked about this. I think the writing was piss poor. Yeah. And it just they didn't they didn't execute it right. They just didn't, you know. Like that's why I was like, really. But like, yeah, it's not shocking in that sense. Like, I guess mm -hmm. you're right. It's not really that shocking. There, there hasn't like there's always been all these weird things, especially in like Clone Wars, like you were saying, and stuff like that that we would later on find out. But it's just, yeah. Part of me is just like there was a lot uh, in the sequel trilogy that they did not. God. Um, why like why 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 there like, why? are a few scenes and a few things you could have done and it wouldn't have fixed it for everyone the people who just hate it in general but i think there's a few things you could have done in the sequel trilogy that i could do like i could tell you the things that you could have done that would have helped you enjoy it because you wanted to like it you don't hate them but you didn't love the way they did it stuff like very simply the force awakens doing more with the new republic give us a sense of scope on what the fuck star killer base did because there yeah. is just nothing there is no explanation of what the resistance is what the new republic you have no fucking if you're just watching that cold turkey it seems like that's the empire's in, in in charge again that's like what I'm it doesn't that's feel like they like, came um, back that's like that's why i'm saying yeah. i think it's gonna be interesting when my fiance watches it because she's gonna be like what just happened I think she's just going to think that they were they they didn't get beat. Yeah, but like, I think that's, that's the, I think that's what they Oh, the empire came back. <laughs> like I think that's what it seems oh, like. Yeah. So, and that's but like she's she reads books and stuff. So like she's going to like she predicted fucking the whole prequels from the very beginning. She's like, yeah. "Oh, those people are going to fall in love blah blah blah." She already figured it out right mm -hmm. away without any knowledge. So I'm like waiting to see what she thinks of this these movies and she might just be like Really? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't think so. Really? I think I think these movies. I think because of time, like we've talked about, because of time, I think uh, these movies are. If you're watching them for the first time now, I think a lot of people will enjoy these movies more than any of the other ones. Just they're, simply they're, because of graphics and like new age. Kind oh yeah, of stuff. no, I'm not. I'm um, not saying that. I'm. Saying I think that's the majority. Lines. Yeah, and I think uh, yeah. I, it's hard for me to say, I don't think people who don't have the nostalgia, I think people going in cold turkey who didn't see the first ones first and don't have the nostalgia, I, I'm not surprised when I hear people think that the sequel trilogy story is better. Like, it's just, it, it, it's a totally different, we cannot, me and you cannot see it for what it is as a whole now. Right, will always be colored, and everyone will always be colored by yeah, which ones you saw first, a, when you saw them. Yeah, and we can't be pulled out of that. But it doesn't when you try to pull yourself out as much as you can, and analyze it like, what will people think who are just seeing this now? I am not surprised when people say that they like 
that they like the sequel trilogy more than the original trilogy. Even the story, which is mind-boggling. But it's it's a bias thing. It's really, like, it's, you know, I, <laughs> I just, it's surprising yeah. to me, too. But, I, I mean, it boggles my mind, but it's not necessarily surprising. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, we could go all night about that. I yeah, mean, it'll be interesting to see what she says because maybe maybe she likes one of the other stories better. You know what I mean? She'll definitely like the uh, movies better. She'll uh, I think she'll like the movie. I mean, but story wise, yeah, one. I don't know. She she Rogue really likes Rogue One, so that was obviously modern. But like, yeah, I think I've always said I think she's gonna like the action. Mm -hmm. Story wise, I think she's gonna be like, what the fuck is going on? Because I just she reads a shit ton of books. She reads all like I think that's why I think she's gonna she she's either gonna completely surprise me or she's gonna be like, what the fuck is going on? Like this makes no sense. So we'll yeah. see what she says. All right, man. All right, I think we'll wrap that up since we went way over time. Um, any last comments, thoughts, concerns on the sequel trilogy? <laughs> no, but we are doing a pod. We're doing our normal podcast this weekend. Um, yep. yep. And so, uh, but we're also doing a podcast with Evan Hawk. Yep. So we're gonna be guests on Evan Hawk. Um, so check them out. We're uh, they're actually on. I think all the, they're on Anchor too. I believe so. They're on all the same services that we are. Um, and we'll uh, yeah, we're gonna be on with them this weekend. They're they're gonna be recording it and releasing it. So we'll let you know when that drops. Uh, and we'll also do our own episode as well. Um, also, you know, keep an eye out on Holonet Lives. That's, you know, I'm doing them pretty much daily. Uh, if there's anything new and exciting going on with Star Wars news. Uh, other than that, make sure to keep your eyes peeled. Uh, subscribe to our, um, our YouTube and our podcast services. Uh, and, you know, we're always looking for feedback and reviews. So we appreciate the support. And I think that's, I think that's it. So we'll catch you later, Padawans. Later.